Do I regret getting a circumcision? No, no. La verga de tu hijo me, me encanta. This is like a day without shaving, you know what I mean? I don't know, I'm not a grower. I am a grower, but I don't have fun. What's up my friends and welcome to it to me uncensored where I give you my uncensored truth from my fucking balls into your beautiful faces and guys in this video it is kind of, I don't know if I should upload this thing I'm gonna be completely transparent because many youtubers you know they portray one side of themselves but then in the back alley they fucking blow some hookers for cocaine well I guess you wouldn't blow hookers for cocaine but you, you get the idea right so the last couple weeks have been very confusing for me you know I broke up with my girlfriend I'm here in Europe now I still have an apartment in Los Angeles it's very uncertain right now and I didn't know specifically where I want to go with my life and my career. Whenever I'm in a moment like this, one thing helps me and that is taking LSD, a small amount with an intention. I want to preface this by saying I don't encourage you to do it, you know, I just want to share my experience and to be honest for me, it's only been positive because I don't do drugs, I don't drink alcohol by the way, I don't do cocaine, I don't take drugs with the intention of getting high or forgetting about my life, I take it with the intention of learning something about myself. So it's not an escape it's actually a, a findism, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to find myself and this is also what happens. On LSD I went to Spain with a couple friends to film some crazy YouTube videos. I made a vlog about it on my main channel, go check it out. And I just filmed a quick Q&A, totally unplanned, just took out my phone, answered some questions in the flow very organically, didn't think much about it. But this is It's Me Uncensored, so I'm just gonna give it to you, comment below if you could notice that I was high because in the moment I gotta tell you, it was so fucking intense, I felt overwhelmed, I also feel, felt slightly judged. Next week, I'm probably gonna make a full episode with me uncensored about drugs, my drug experience as a model, also with sexual harassment, Burning Man, a lot of crazy shit that happened at gay underwear parties in New York City. So definitely make sure to subscribe to not miss out on that episode. And now, all I can say is watch. Yeah. Why am I doing this shit? Oh my god, this is so hard to set this up. Shit, this- Oh fuck, this shit is so hard, man. Guys, there's no point doing an intro anymore. I'm just gonna jump right into your Q&A questions straight from my boss into your beautiful faces. First question by Hector Tilde. Sabes español? Y claro que sí. Yo sé hablar español. Estuve un año en Perú cuando tenía 15 años. Y um, la, la verga de tu hijo me, me encanta. Y yo creo que muy pronto quiero ir a México. Para hacer modelaje, a uh, uh, ser un modelo en México porque me encanta el espíritu abierto de los sudamericanos. <laughs> I don't know what fucking hand gestures I'm doing. I don't know if this made sense, but uh, yeah, I know some Spanish and I want to go to Mexico very soon um, because. Just real talk, I realized that I'm not done modeling yet. I was just with some friends, we're on a skate park and I was just modeling there. And even though we did some acid, I feel like I was just killing it every time. You know, it's like, fuck Mario, you know? Sometimes I'm mad at myself, you know? I'm like, God damn it, you did it again. You look at that picture, it's like, I was a mess mentally. I don't know if you can tell now, but then I kill it again, you know? And that shot where I'm on the skateboard and I'm looking up and my butt's in the air and I'm killing it again. It's ridiculous, but that's just how life is. Maybe I should be a model. That's why I want to still do some modeling because uh, the experience I made as a model traveling were fucking incredible. You know, besides all the shit that happened, the sexual harassment, it was still the coolest way to travel the world, meet people, be creative with people and yeah, again, travel the fucking world. I was in LA, I was stuck in an apartment, it was coronavirus and I'm just like, fucking living again you know i have so many goals i want to achieve and i feel like yo when you can travel it it sounds cheesy it sounds cliche but when i was younger in germany i didn't have an open mind i was like very close-minded to a lot of things like sexuality and all this stuff and then i went to south america and i went to peru and i learned how to travel and how much you can broaden your horizon then i went to new zealand i went to fucking everywhere and now i think it has i've seen pretty much everything and now i actually understand myself better as a result of that i don't know this might be 
a good life advice for some of you young kids out there. I'm just gonna roll with this shit now. Um, any post-circumcision advice, AA Gomez is asking. Yeah, just like don't see anybody you're sexually attracted to because I, fuck, I'm just gonna share this story now. This is a fucking mess, bro. Okay, when I got circumcised, I was in the movie theater with my mom. This is so wrong. And then, <laughs> you know, I had stitches. And, and, and I closed the zipper and I was peeing in the bathroom of the movie theater. And then the stitches got stuck in my zipper. I don't want to, it's, a, I have like legit PTSD from this. And then my mom, I had to call my mom and she had to walk in and then help me. And then, I don't know, I just like, my, it's my mom, she's seen my dick, but it's, I don't know, man. It's just, it was a weird situation. So I, I don't know, go, if you go somewhere in public, you know, just like make sure your mom's with you. I guess, I guess that's the only advice I have in terms of if, if do I regret getting a circumcision? Uh, the fact that I just said it like this probably means that I do. No, I don't regret it. It's just that um, I didn't have that many sexual experiences before I got circumcised. So I kind of want to go back in time, like bang a couple of chicas. I'm not that dude, but I just want to, um, yeah, kind of see what, what that would feel like. Mario, do you love India? Pradeem Pradhan is asking, and I gotta be completely honest, Pradeem, I've never been to India. I think it's very beautiful, like Mumbai, I love yoga. You know, I'm very in touch with that, for sure. But India, for some reason, never really, it was never my calling to go there, because I associated sometimes, and I'm probably wrong, I don't wanna offend anybody, but I associated with very packed cities, and. All right, guys, I gotta jump in real quick, because after filming this video, I was on the beach, and I had this crazy acid epiphany that I wanna travel more as a model and have crazy experiences, and one of the craziest modeling experiences is obviously Obviously the Bollywood industry, it's crazy. I have a couple friends who went there for modeling. They made a lot of money. They say it's one of the craziest places on earth and that's the shit I wanna do. So I'm thinking about actually organizing a modeling contract in India with a team of videographers to see if I can actually become a Bollywood model star. Your guilty pleasure, food. I'm just gonna be completely honest. Let's just show this fucker. I'm actually addicted to healthy food. Like the shit I eat is fucking Ridiculous, you know, usually I try to orchestrate something, but uh, this is a bowl and I literally bought, and who buys that shit? I bought potatoes and they're in a fucking glass. Like who the fuck buys that Mario? And I bought a can of peas, I put it in there. I bought a can of lentils, put it in there. And I put a can of tuna in there because I am very, I don't know, I just love eating healthy and it sounds weird now, but I truly believe that whenever I eat healthy shit, it tastes better. It's hard to explain. Some people might go like, oh Mario, how can you not crave pizza sometimes? I legitimately don't. It's not self-discipline. It's just, I love the taste of something healthy because I feel like I'm making out with the food. I'm in touch with it. Yeah, that. Okay, next question. We're just gonna roll here. Uh, do, would you have a slave? No, fuck. This is the shit you get canceled for? No, I wouldn't have a slave. Um, I also, to be honest, when I was in Indonesia, and I didn't have a slave at all, but I did have some servers when I was staying at a, at a place there in Bali, and even though they were so nice, I love them to death, but I love doing my own shit, like almost cutting my own food in the morning. It's almost like a sort of meditation because it's like, um, it gets you, I just heard something there. I'm fucking paranoid right now, Jesus Christ. But um, when you prepare your own food, it's almost like a meditation for me, you know, because I go boom, boom, boom. You could probably tell from the way I'm speaking right now, I'm envisioning things, I'm doing like creative things there, I'm hustling, I'm working out. And then when I chop my fruit, that's when I, I'm in touch with myself and it's almost like a meditation. So when you have servers, you're basically being taken away that part that's very important for your daily ritual. All right, um, why are your nipples so perfect? And the first question was by Absolutely Blake, is that hair on your left titty? Why are people so obsessed with my titties? I mean, honestly, okay, I'm flexing now. It's like, I have, I'm sunburned, dude. Like we just went out there. 
fucking went crazy. We're in the creative flow, you know, and after that, I feel like you have this crazy flow of just like creativity, you know, we're in the skate park and I'm fucking like, I'm like on the skateboard, you know, and like every shot just looks perfect. And I was like, how the fuck did we do that? You know, we're such a mess actually, but when it comes to creating something, we were actually on point. Um, and I completely lost my train of thought there. But uh, it is hair, it is in fact hair on my left titty here at Blake because uh, I don't know what's happening with my fucking genetics. You know, I don't grow facial hair. I legitimately don't like, okay, check this out. This is like a day without shaving, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not a, I don't know, I'm not a grower. I am a grower, but I don't have, fuck. I don't have facial hair though. And uh, yeah, on my nipple though, I don't know, that's the only place in my body where I grow hair, basically. And also my pubic hair. I'm just gonna be transparent. It's me uncensored, you know, we talk about real shit. Um, my pubic hair, yeah, because my first modeling agent told me, Mario, if you ever shave your pubes, you're dead to me. Or I don't know if he said that, but he said like, I'm gonna drop you from an agency or something like that. So, um, always stuck with me, keep it natural. Nothing wrong with that. I also never like shave my armpits and I don't have a lot of hair. Um, okay, I, I think I should stop talking about body hair. Let's talk about, Barbara's asking, are you still planning to go back to Los Angeles? And Barbara, I don't fucking know. I really don't know. It's such a big thing on my mind because, uh, real talk for a second, I got a place in LA because I was so excited to move there, do stand-up comedy, just be in the fucking entertainment industry of the world. I was making videos with Travis Bryan and then, Corona happened, <laughs> Corona happened and now I'm just like, I, I think I'm associating a place like LA with a global pandemic, which is not fair. It's not fair. But uh, subconsciously I'm doing that. That's why right now the idea of me being on, I'm on a fucking beach right now. You can't see it, but like, I don't know why I placed the camera this way. By the way, this is like a freaking basic apartment, but I'm looking at the ocean right now. The sun is setting and uh, I'm just like, yo, I could get used to this, you know, uh, I'm pretty free. I can live wherever I want. So I think I want to keep LA as a home base, but I have that adventurous spirit that I just have to fucking value. You know, I learned so much when I was younger fucking going to Peru at 15 years old changed my fucking life. It was probably the most transformative point of my life was going to Peru. Learning that there's something else outside of your own bubble. And um, traveling just keeps hitting me with those experiences that make me grow. And um, I have a lot of growth to do and therefore I, um, I'm not done traveling yet. And it, it sucks sometimes because also, I'm just getting very real now. Oh fuck. It sucks sometimes because I know that people, um, also in my relationship, people have been hurt as a result of that. And um, I'm sorry, but it's just who I am. And uh, I have that childish, like adventurous spirit inside of me and I just want to explore more. And uh, I want to live in Mexico for a couple months, you know? And maybe I want to live at some point in Africa. Who fucking knows? But I just want to, I know that there's so much more to life once you keep exploring and doing things that are out of the norm because I, I had all this pressure, you know, like people were also one of the reasons why I also moved to LA is because people told me hey Mauro you have to like settle down at some point But I'm like nah, bro. <laughs> nah, I'm good. I'm good. You know, I think I can really uh, go with the flow um, Of a wave and that lifestyle of living in different places like I was doing as a model It actually suits me and my personality and some people call it running away. You're running away from yourself might be true um but I just follow my impulse. I, I know there's something I'm running away from, for sure. But uh, I'm also being pulled by experiences. So it's always like a push-pull factor. I'm getting way too deep into this. So I think you should try in acting. Hiru Chirk is asking. So um, that's actually one thing I was very passionate about when I was in New York City. But then with acting, I felt, I think I'm very in touch with my emotions. It is like, 
I don't know, going back to my childhood in New York transformed me, you know, and going to method acting classes and it really changed my life because I learned so much about myself, not so much as an actor. I recommend to anybody, by the way, uh, if you want to grow as a person, take acting classes. It's the most transformative thing I've ever done. <sighs> when it comes to the acting industry though, I never, there's so much competition. I think there's people who are more passionate about it than I am, you know, um, who are more passionate about the craft of going to castings. I feel more fulfilled when it comes to speaking. I, I always saw myself as an actor first, but now there's so many other things you can do, like stand-up comedy, something I truly feel like it's so me. And acting sometimes wasn't because you're still fulfilling somebody else's vision. And I love stand-up comedy. I love that I can write some fucking dick jokes. Dick pic, location, question mark, boom. <laughs> it's a lot of dick jokes. I'm so, it's so many dick jokes actually, but I do write those jokes and I don't have to wait for like a year for a movie to come out. I can just like think of them, write them down on my notepad and then go out there and bomb at an open mic. That's fucking great, you know? So. If possibly, you know, maybe because of YouTube, somebody wants to, hey, if you see this, why don't you hire me for an acting role? I'd be so down for it. But chasing the industry and really committing my life to it, I'd rather film myself doing acid in Spain, to be honest, and doing some fun stuff, sharing some positivity, than like following this industry that's super competitive and more prestigious. I know it's much more prestigious than doing social media and then doing like some speaking stuff. But um, yeah, it's something I was chasing for a long time, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fucking, uh, Force it. Jesus, I actually am. I am I'm I'm struggling with this. Also, to, to be completely honest, like um let's talk about acid for a second and drugs because um real talk guys, I whenever I'm feeling like low in my life or something, or whenever I have like a moment of unclarity or uncertainty, psychedelic drugs sometimes help me to gather my thoughts. It sounds weird now, but sometimes like um when I did microdose on acid, I would walk outside and I would just take my journal, which is actually what I'm gonna do now, and um I would just understand my life. You know, sometimes it's just like truth coming from my heart, unfiltered onto the paper. Sometimes I was crying when I was journaling on acid and it's just beautiful and it helps me to, yeah, just see where I'm at in life, man. All right, guys, I think I gotta wrap this up. So I'm gonna do two more questions. Okay, first question, what did you wanna be growing up when you were a kid? Oh, when I was a child, I wanted to be a, actually first thing I wanted to be, oh my fucking God, I wanted to be a comedian. I just realized that I was at my uncle's birthday, 50th birthday, and I was like performing in front of everybody. We were performing some like weird song, like a Jägermeister song, like a German song. And I was performing from those people and I just felt so fulfilled because I made people laugh. And I was like, oh, that's what I want to do. And it's funny because when you grow up in a small town, you never think it's actually possible. And it's fucking crazy how life, you know, when you have a vision, when you have like something you want to do that comes from your guts or your balls or your penis, wherever you come from, and you actually go with it, it leads you back to it. And that's how I feel. Like I had to go to LA to think I had to do acting first to then go back to stand-up comedy. So uh, yeah, I wanted to be a comedian. And then I thought I was gonna be a chemist because I did well in school and I thought I was gonna work for some pharmaceutical company or something, but uh, I gotta say pharmaceutical companies, like if I have one, let's get political for a second. I never do this on my channel, but one of the most fucked up things about the United States of America is the healthcare system and also the pharma comp the pharma companies the lobby is fucking insane like it's just about making money it's not about the people you know I had a friend she had like uh, trouble falling asleep they give her like 10 prescriptions she gets addicted to sleeping medication which really hurt me when I saw that happening you know in front of my fucking eyes and in Germany it's much more like oh do some yoga you know focus on your like it's not about selling somebody a fucking product 
It's actually going to the root of the problem. Instead of making profit of people's symptoms and like trying to cure the symptoms, I shouldn't get too political, but I think it's a fucked up thing in the US right now. Um, how fast you, you guys prescribe shit and how easy it is to pop like some fucking aspirin. Maybe I'm like a country boy or something in Germany, but I never, I don't even take uh, Adder, uh, what's it called, like uh, ibuprofen or something when I'm hurt. You know, I just like fucking eat it up. I should stop talking about that. But you know what I'm saying? I'm still passionate about it because I think we shouldn't always take so many medications. Maybe I'm a nature boy, you know, maybe I'm saying like, hey, I also think when it comes to germs, and that's gonna be a very controversial thing in times of COVID, be respectful, wear a mask, always wash your hands. But I do think to a certain extent, we're over sanitizing. This is bad in a time of COVID, fuck. I was eating dirt when I was a child, literally. I was pretending to be a cow with my friend, with my cousin, and we're eating grass. And I was eating dirt. I never got sick. I don't have any allergies. I never get sick. I think I'm very healthy. And I think one of the reasons is that I was always just eating shit in my life. So that is that what I mean. Um, yeah. All right. Last question now. Last question. This is fucking crazy. All right, then last question by Stud Muffin. Where's the dildo now? Fucking hell. I'm just gonna finish it with this. Like, I'm gonna carry this fucking ring light to answer, to finish this vlog. The dildo's actually here on the door. Derek the Dick always traveling with me. And I gotta be honest, guys, when you open the fucking fridge, it's actually nicer that way. It's also in times of COVID, you know, you don't, have to, you don't have to sanitize your hands. Just like, you don't touch surfaces. It's great, just touch this dick. Guys, this is obviously a joke. Don't take too much of what I said in this video very seriously. I'm gonna put this back down here. I know that this video was a fucking mess. I'm aware of this, but um, I wanna be real. It's me uncensored. It's so funny. Travis, Brian, if you're watching this video, you fucking hate my, you would hate me right now because the ring light's tilted this way. The camera's there. The frame is probably super off, but um, I'm just gonna roll with it. This was the first ever It's Me Uncensored episode on acid. Um, hopefully the last one. I don't know. Maybe I'm starting a trend here. Um, maybe we can make this a challenge, you know? I'm challenging um, Travis Bryant to do the acid truth from your balls challenge. All right, I should stop talking now. That was it. Thanks, guys. Bye. Potatoes, bro. Out of the can. Just me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So now I'm actually curious. Please comment below if you could tell that I was under the influence of LSD in that video on Get Ready for one video every single week on this channel. It's me on Centered Raw talking about random topics and two new videos every week on my main channel, which are more fun, crazy. I have one hitchhiking experiment from Spain. So definitely stay tuned for a lot of stuff that's coming. And just thanks for being part of this family. So always keep smiling, always keep challenging yourself. And I'll see you guys in my next video.